Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God, praise God. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Right away, we are going to be praying for the nation of France. Hallelujah. We're going to be praying for the nation of France. First Timothy 2 from verse 1, the Amplified Classic Version says, First of all, then, I admonish and urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and giving and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all men. For kings and all who are in position of authority or high responsibility, that outwardly we may pass a quiet and undisturbed life, and inwardly a peaceable one, in all godliness and reverence and seriousness in every way. For such, for such praying is good and right, and it is pleasing and acceptable to God our Savior who wishes all men to be saved and increasingly to perceive and recognize and discern and know precisely and correctly the divine truth. Hallelujah. Based on this scripture, we're going to be praying for the nation of France. Let us begin to pray. Can you unmute yourself as we pray? The scripture we posted in the church from Mark Alekosta. 
on behalf of all men, of kings and all those who are Thank <laughs> you. 
Oh, praise God, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is anyone from the nation of France here who would like to round off the prayers for us? Someone who speaks French would like to round off the prayers for us in two minutes. You can raise your hands. 
Father, I pray and I thank you for all men in the nation of France. I pray for the president, President Emmanuel Macron. Using him as a point of contact, I pray for all in authority in the nation of France. I ask, Father, that you would pour out the spirit of salvation upon France, bringing many to salvation and to the knowledge of the truth. Father, let your kingdom come upon the nation of France. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, the name of Jesus is named upon and is glorified in the nation of France. Hallelujah. They lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty in the nation of France. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke and I restrain every force of evil in the nation of France. I rebuke you, evil spirits of anarchy, violence, deception, and war. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I cut out Satan and his demons of darkness from the nation of France. And I bring in the ministry of angels. The kingdom of God is come upon the nation of France and the will of God is done. Hallelujah. God, good triumphs over evil in the nation of France and righteousness prevails forever. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Lord, you love the nation of France and you plan good for them, hallelujah. You fill the nation of France with your goodness, hallelujah. But evil men have hijacked economics or economies of nations and put them in poverty. Now I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus against such men and women responsible for creating poverty in nations, men and women who have hijacked the financial systems of France and created poverty with their greed, selfishness, and evil works in the name of Jesus. I free the financial systems of the nation of France from those dubious men and women. I free the nation of France from terrible economic policies orchestrated by these people that have bound them and kept them in poverty. I declare that in the name of Jesus, that these people, these evil people, proceed no further. I frustrate their evil plans and I diminish their purposes, hallelujah, their resources, hallelujah. I cut off their influence and power to control the nation of France for their selfish ends. I free the nations of France from fear and I proclaim deliverance for our leaders and our people. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that the nation of France is free to enjoy the goodness of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I repeal, I counsel, and I abrogate every unjust and evil law passed in parliament or by the decree in the nation of France, hallelujah, only laws that are of the benefit of the people in consistency with the righteousness of God, only such laws stand. I decree that every draconian law hurriedly and secretly passed during the COVID-19 fiasco is 
to perpetrate the planned evil. They are cut down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I pray for all who are sick in the nation of France. I receive grace and mercy for them and I declare that the love of God prevails in their behalf and the healing power of God overwhelms them. Hallelujah. And they are restored to wholeness. And they come to know the love of God and his salvation such that they serve God with their lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for the church of Jesus Christ in the nation of France. I pray for ministers of the gospel and Christians, hallelujah, and the Christians that they lead in the nation of France. I declare that they are strong in faith, giving glory to God, hallelujah. They are filled with the knowledge of God's will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. They are bold, fearless, and courageous. They are nothing terrified by their adversaries, but are forceful, in advancing the course of the gospel of the kingdom, hallelujah. They are filled with the knowledge of God's will and discerning these end times, hallelujah. I pray for those being persecuted that they be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men in the nations of France. Yes, the nations of France belongs to the Lord and the fullness thereof. The young ones, Maleko Shakra Nagabaya. The youth, the children, Linta Rekosta Kabaya, Barikonshana Mangrada Gadela Kradagaba Setakabaya, Bashiki Alaba Setakabaya, Bongredi Kepeleke Pustiki Baya, Borakata Kabaya Lebustiki Busta, Barikongredi Gasataya. Yes, France belongs to the Lord, Hallelujah. Barikosta, ah, yes, Linda Seteki Bayala Basata, yes, Malikosta, France is doing the will of the Father, and Takela Manda. Everything that they do currently that are not in consonance with God's will, plans, and purposes, oh, his godliness, it is cut down even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every evil manipulation of darkness in the nation of France is cut down right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Never to return again. Yes, hallelujah. For the nations belongs to the Father. Oh, we glorify your name. We worship you. We adore your praise forever and ever. In the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God forevermore. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, praise God, praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. You are welcome to be inspired by the world global times of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God forevermore. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for the opportunity to lead the saints of God today in prayer for the nation of France. Hallelujah. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Right away, we're going into a session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into a segment, into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Over to you, dear esteemed Sister Grace. Do have a beautiful Sunday ahead of you. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie, for a powerful session of prayer for the nation, friends. And thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Right where you are, just go ahead and worship to our God. Lift up your hands to him. Thank him for the nations belong to him. Oh, the world and everything in it belongs to our God. Father, we give you praise, hallelujah, from generation to generation, from eternity to eternity. You are God, you remain the same, you never change. Omnipotent Father, ever-present help, to you our praises be. To you all praises be. God, our sovereign ruler, the one who reigns forever, to you our praises be. To you all praises be. Omnipotent Father, ever-present help, to you our praises be, to you all praises be. God, our sovereign ruler, the one who reigns forever, to you our praises be, to you all praises be. Lord, we give you thanks, we proclaim your you are king of kings. You are Lord of lords. Lord, we give you thanks. We proclaim your name. You are king of kings. You are Lord of lords, Lord, we give you thanks. We proclaim your name. You are King of kings. You are Lord of lords. Lord, we worship you. We proclaim your name. You are king of kings. You are Lord of lords. Lord, we worship you. And we sing your praise. You are king 
of Him. You are Lord of Lord. Lord, we give you thanks. We proclaim your name. You are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lord. Lord, we give you thanks. We proclaim your name. You are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lord. Glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you. Glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you. Yes, glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you. Hey, glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you. Hey, worship, thanksgiving, adoration, glory, it all belongs to you. Praises, worship, sacrifice of thanksgiving, it all belongs to you. Hey, glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you. Glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you. Glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you. Wisdom, authority, power, and glory, it all belongs to you. The nations and kingdoms, authority, power, it all belongs to you, to you, our praises be, to you, all praises be, to you, all praises be, to you, all praises be, Lord, we give you thanks. We proclaim your name. You are King. You are Lord. Mantula fali
Melisa Tula Kavaya, Revo Shakala Frantala Kavaya, Ranta, Ranta, Lifakus, Fretekredis, Ferzon to Ulokosa, Mentele Frata Kavaya, Lafakaya, Shala Fara Kondolo Crodosian, Mentekre is Velusatile Gesekete, Levo Sakabaya, Bardo Safa. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you. We receive all the blessings that you have in store for us. And we enjoy all of it in this month of praise. We thank you because our praises are continually accepted unto you, rising unto you as a sweet-smelling savour. A sacrifice of praise is sanctified by the Holy Spirit, yes, and received of you with joy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God give you praise in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Esteemed family, I am excited to welcome you once again to another time of devotion with the Lord. God is gracious and kind. His beauty, grace, and joy is seen in our lives. And today is Sunday, the 8th of May, 2022. The title of today's devotional article is Practice Being Alone with God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Grace, for that amazing time of worship and esteemed Pastor Vera for the time of prayers. Glory to God. Um, France is one country that has played uh, major roles in the, um, you know, the recent deception in the world at large and praying for friends, I know that changes are taking place. It was two days ago, I was praying. It was, I think it was the 12 noon prayer because, you know, in the in the different churches we have been praying, there were prayer times in my church. Um, we had um, 5 a.m., 9 a.m., 12 noon, 3 p.m. as our church prayer times. And then we joined pastor at 6 p.m. So it was the 12th noon prayer I was praying. And then by the time it was 12.30, I couldn't stop. I prayed, I think, maybe till about two or so. And <clears throat> one of the things that kept, <clears throat> you know, when you speak in tongues, God will give you words and um, words of prophecies. He would bring um, words of knowledge to, to you as you pray concerning a particular matter. And one of the things that the Spirit of God kept, you know, screaming was souls turning into pause, souls turning into pause. And he was saying that the masterminds of persecution would themselves <clears throat> become the preachers of this gospel. And, you know, so as we prayed for friends this morning, that was what just came to my spirit, how as effective and as active as President Emmanuel Macron has been in this COVID, um, you know, scam, so will he be active and effective against it for the kingdom of the Lord. So we are going to see many souls, many souls become poles, many in these last days, because the Lord will do a quick walk around the nations and with the leaders of the world, whether they be political leaders or godfathers, um, 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 multinational or corporation leaders, whatever offices they occupy, as long as they are in places of power and of authority, whether they be monarchs, presidents, prime ministers, whatever they carry as their title, we will see many souls become poles. And the people of the Lord says, Amen, Amen, Amen. Glory to God. Now to the devotional article for today. Practice being alone with God. 
But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. Luke 5 and verse 16, New Living Translation. There's something about solitude. If you don't understand the value of solitude, there's a lot that you can miss in life. Hmm. That's strong. That's strong. It's so important to have personal times alone with God. Before revelation comes isolation. I pray that the Lord will reveal to you what he's trying to communicate here beyond the written pages of this devotional. Before revelation comes isolation. When you learn the value of having private times of fellowship with the Lord, you'd be amazed at the transformation that would take place in your life and how effective you'd be in the things of God. Never take your private times with the Lord lightly. Maybe you have some people that every now and then are at your door because they need to see you or speak with you about one thing or the other. Be smart. If you spend most of your time in casual or vain chatter with others and spend lesser time of lesser time fellowshipping with the spirit, you are not going to accomplish much in life. Jesus understood the value and power of privacy with God. In Matthew 14, verse 23, the Bible says, and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Our theme verse shows us that he did this often, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness the nest for prayer Luke 5 16 New Living Translation at the time everyone was clamoring for his attention he would he withdrew into the wilderness to pray in fact on a certain occasion he escaped to go and pray and they were looking for him the Bible says and in the morning rising up a great while before day he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. Mark 1 35 to 36. Practice this. Make the effort to have your personal time with times with God every day. Praise Lord. Praise Lord. Praise Lord. Okay, so um today's devotional article um is highlighting something that must be a part of your Christian life very very important and very very effective now we're talking about the daily isolation of time to pray daily times with the lord quiet times with the lord times when it's just you and the lord and you know you might live in a house where you are not able to find some privacy for some you might need to step out of the house maybe go to the backyard go to the corridor or the veranda you know just find somewhere even maybe even the bathroom or even the um, 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 box room you know you just have to find somewhere to have this time alone and it's something that you would have to fight for praise the lord you know i think it was some um i don't know if it was last month when the spirit of god was talking to us about personal retreats right yeah it was it was either early this month or late last month and it was talking to us about ensuring that we take private times of retreats with him. And this is something that you should not just do one off, you know, as much as you can, if you can, every quarter. I remember that Pastor Debbie is here, she will remember very well. 
we often started our year as a self with a camp meeting, a retreat, you know, and those retreats were the defining moments for us. They determined how the year went for us. We came out of those retreats and there was just this, there was a direction our lives went because we started our year separating ourselves onto the Lord. And this is one I'm even talking about is as a group. And so many things were bettered in those retreats. We received words of prophecies concerning how the year would be for us. We'll set targets and we'll pray about them. And consistently for those years that we did it successfully, you know, it showed in our results. We grew, you know, um, um, one of the things that had always been significant with ourselves was how we grew. We never lacked members. In fact, it was a case of having more than we, we needed as a cell. You know, if you follow the cell ministry structure, it's like 25 members. There were times when as a cell, we hit over a hundred members as one cell, you know, and that was why even in 2020, when we're going to be when we're going to split, it was easy for us to split into six cells at once. And this way, I'm trying to tell you that success, like Pastor will say, is not accidental. Just in case you are here and you are a leader, and sometimes you see that certain people are achieving certain kinds of results, and it seems like your cell is not growing. They are things that make for growth. If you don't deal with things in the realm of the spirit, don't expect them to manifest in the physical. It was in those retreats and those camp meetings that we will call for the kind of members we wanted in the year. And, you know, there were meetings. I remember a particular meeting. I think, Pastor Debbie, you remember Sweet Sensation when we had 56 people as first timers. I'm talking about a cell. I'm not talking about a church. So we never lacked first timers. We, we, we usually would have like a minimum of like five first timers virtually every Saturday when we had our cell meeting. Then when we had outreaches, then we had so many people come. You know, so it was at this retreat, we would prophesy, we would see visions. These leaders would take turns to teach about different aspects of our life. We would talk about our finances. We would talk about our relationships. You know, as he regards marriage, we would talk about... Um, um, our families deal with matters concerning our families. You know, this were retreats when we would pray concerning um, not spending money on hospital bills in the course of the year. You know, as a partner, you can have somebody that is sick in your family, maybe a mother or a father, or even a, a child or a spouse, and you discover that virtually all the monies that are coming into the family is going into hospital bills. This were retreats when we defined how the year was going to go. Pastor has given us the word. Awesome. But you see that the word came to you doesn't mean the word will come to pass. You are going to have to walk the word. He said so that we may boldly say. When pastor gave the word, God had spoken. Now we had to speak for our year. We had to strategize for our year. And those retreats defined many things. We came out of those retreats. When we started businesses, those businesses prospered. And they stayed Many of those businesses till today, they are still effective and thriving because these things were birthed in the realm of the spirit. Brothers and sisters, as much as possible, since we started going to Asheshe and I discovered some, some retreat points in Redeem Camp, I have not stopped. There's a resort inside Redeem Camp that I have my, my private room. If I call them today and I say, I want to come for a retreat, they would give me the room. You know, so you have to make up your mind that your life will not be ordinary. 
you know, life is not by how many people know you. It's not by how many people follow you on social media, how many fans you have. It's not by how popular you are. It's about how much impact you make in the life of God's people. I've told you again and again that there is no purpose outside of God. And there is no purpose that is of God that is outside of people. Every purpose that God gives man would always be connected to people. Why do I say so? Jesus came. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He so loved the world. He's not talking about the the world of trees. He's not talking about the, the world of rocks. He's not talking about the gardens and every, the beautiful structures and buildings in the world. He loved the world of man that he gave his only begotten son, that those who believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The trees cannot have everlasting life. The buildings cannot have everlasting life. And that's why this world is destined for destruction because everlasting life was not given to them, but it was given to us. And then Jesus came preaching this gospel of the kingdom. Then when he would leave, he told us, he said, I commit unto you this ministry of reconciliation. Paul reminded us of of these things. The apostles reminded us of it. We received a ministry of reconciliation. If you check 2 Corinthians 5 from verse 17, when it was talking about the new creation, and then you go down to chapter verse 21, he talked about the ministry of reconciliation that we have received so that we might reconcile the world unto God. The expressions of your purpose would reconcile men to God. This is how it will always be. So that itself is success, that people meet you and they are no longer the same. People meet you and they meet God. Don't have a nice name, a nice face. Don't have charisma that has nothing that is connected to Jesus. If your fame does not come from the name of Jesus, it is a waste. So these are those personal times of seclusion, of separation, that that birth a, 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 a you that is more attuned to God. The Bible talked about Moses. He had gone up the mountain and he was separated from the people for 40 days. And then when he came back, the Bible said they could not look at him. The guy was already turning into a God. In physical reflection. The Bible talked about the glory in the face of God that man cannot behold. Moses had become like that. The people couldn't look at him. They had to put a veil every time he came out until that glory faded away over time. So if he was there 40 days, I wonder how long it took the glory to fade away. Imagine if you have three days and some of you, these are things that you might be able to do on a monthly basis, one weekend per month. You can do it, do it, separate yourself. You may not have to look for a retreat spot. Some of you, your house is okay. You just need to be indoors, no visitor. You are offline, you are off communication. Of course, inform your leaders before you go offline. Or if you have two gadgets, you can have a particular number that those people that need to reach you at any point in time can reach you. So maybe your pastor, your leader, and then 
one or one or two members of your family. So if there's anything that is urgent within that time, they can call you. But you can also take the permission to be away totally, no calls at all. Say, oh, I'm going on Friday. I'll be back on Sunday. I'll see you in church. Have such kind of times. Look at Jacob, the story of Jacob. He had been leaving his name as a swindler, a deceiver. And the Bible talked about how he encountered God at the place called Bethel until he was separated and encountered God. His life didn't change. It was in one of those retreats, one of those separation that God changed his name from Jacob to Israel. So for many of you, it might not be a change of physical name, but God will change your name in the realm of the spirit. He will change your rank in the realm of the spirit. He will change your position, your grace. Things will just increase. And every time that men encountered God, they increased. There's never a decrease with God. See, I'm not talking about positions with men. In the realm of the spirit, they are sisters and brothers that are higher in rank than pastors and evangelists and apostles. Ordained offices are for service for people. Ordained offices are for service for God and before God and man. Before, for man, rather. Before God, for the service of man. But spiritual gifts, spiritual ranks in the realm of the spirits, they are gifts that God gives. And if God gives you, man cannot take it away. Man can take the titles away. Man can take the offices away. Man can take the positions away, but they cannot take the gifts of God. He said the Bible says the gifts of God are without repentance. Even God will not take it away. If you mess it up, you just give someone something greater so that they might do much more for him and make up for the, for the lack that you have created and for the neglect, neglection that you have caused. So brothers and sisters, make up your mind that you would have alone times with God. So these things should be daily. Have that time. If it is one hour when you are alone, when you are alone, I can be in my house and not come out for the whole day. Especially if the work that I have to do does not require me working on a laptop for that day. I can be in my room all day. Some of you, you don't know how to stay away from the TV. You cannot fast away from TV. You cannot fast away from Netflix. All the seasonal movies on Netflix, all the Korean movies, you know them and you have watched them. All that you would do seasons with the Lord. All that you will spend seasons, episodes with the Lord. Your life will not remain the same. I wish, I, I wish I could... You know, the kind of time that people spend with movies, I, I was not given that grace to. And I refuse to have such grace because I think it takes grace to do that. To sit in front of Netflix and watch season after season. And yet your life is nothing to write home about. What is your passion? What bonds in you? What do you want to become in this, in this world? Would you leave your footprints on the sand of time? And I'm not talking about time after you have gone, the present time. How many people in the world, or let's say in your world, can categorically say, because I met grace, 
because I met grace, things changed. How many? Are all your prayers about your needs, about not having a job, about this and that and that, about a car, about a house? Is that all that there is to your passion? About the latest trends in fashion, you want to get the latest clothes, you have the fashion guys that you follow that sell stuff. Once they begin to, when they bring out any new line, you have ordered for them. Is that all there is to your passion? Oh, you're a shoe freak. Nice. Nice, nice. What a name. Nice. Shoe freak. What other freak are you? Are you a Jesus freak? Are you a freak of the presence of God? Do you host the presence of God? Do people encounter you and say they have encountered the presence? There are things that are significant of a man in whom God dwells. I'm not talking about a man who is a Christian in a name or who grew up in a Christian home. There are things that are significant if, if God dwells in you, if he dwells in you, if he tabernacles in you vitally. I'm not talking about legally. Brothers and sisters, retreats, personal time of seclusion, personal time of isolation, have those times every day. And whether it's every month, whether it's every three months, even every week, it could be one day in every week. Do you know that even as a business person, you can have that day when you would, when you would go away to be with the Lord. Your business will not be the same. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. The words that we have received of the Lord, we receive them for instruction, for correction. So we'll do the things that the Lord is inspiring of us. Make those adjustments in your personal life and begin to have such kind of times with the Lord. Plan your retreats and have a great life walking with God. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to esteemed Pastor Ohinia at this moment for the next segment. God bless you. Thank you so much, Ma. We're here to do. Praise the Lord. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are at the moment, we are, you are welcome to today's devotion. And we are going over to the Bible study segment of today. We'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Ephesians 6.18 says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Psalm 1 verse 1 says, Blessed is that man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the way of sinner, or sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Three, and he shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Matthew chapter 6 says, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seest in secret shall reward thee openly. Praise the Lord. We are going to go over to the confessions. Please do not unmute your mic. Just repeat after me. Dear Father, as I spend time with you in fellowship, the intensity 
of your glory. In my life is increased. I'm transfigured from glory to glory. I experience victory, divine health and blessings. My life is an expression of your supernatural grace, glory, perfection, beauty and righteousness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going over to the um, New Testament reading for today's devotion. Thank you, esteemed Brother Martins, for sharing your screen. And once again, I would say thank you to esteemed Sister Maka for this amazing opportunity. We are in um, John chapter 4. We are still taking the Passion's translation. Caption, a testy savior. The news quickly reached the Jewish religious leaders, known as the Pharisee, that Jesus was drawing greater crowds of followers coming to be baptized than John. Although Jesus himself didn't baptize, but only his disciples, Jesus heard what was being said and abruptly left Judea and returned to the province of Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. Jesus arrived at the Samaritan village of Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Wearied by his long journey, he sat on the edge of Jacob's well and sent his disciples into the village to buy food, for it was already afternoon. Soon, a Samaritan woman came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. She replied, why would a Jewish man ask a Samaritan woman for a drink of water? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus replied, if you only knew who I am and the gift that God wants to give you, you did ask me for a drink and I would give you living water. The woman replied, but sir, you don't even have a bucket and the well is very deep. So where do you find this living water? Do you really think that you are greater than our ancestor Jacob, who dug this well and drank from it himself, along with his children and livestock? Jesus answered, if you drink again from Jacob's well, you'll be thirsty again. But if anyone drinks the living water I give them, they will never be thirsty again. For when you drink the water I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of Holy Spirit, flooding you with endless life. The woman replied, let me drink that water so I will never test again. I won't have to come back here to draw water. Jesus said, go get your husband and bring him here. But I'm not married, the woman answered. That's true, Jesus said, for you have been married five times and now you are living with a man who is not your husband. You have told the truth. The woman changed the subject. You must be a prophet. So tell me this, why do our fathers worship God on this nearby mountain? But your people teach that Jerusalem is the place where we must worship who is right. Jesus responded, believe me, dear woman, the time has come when you will worship the father, neither on a mountain nor in Jerusalem, but in your hearts. Your people don't really know the one they worship, but we, we Jews worship out of our experience for it's from the Jews that salvation is available. From now on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of right place, but with a right heart. For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshipers who adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. The woman said, this is all so confusing. 
but I do not know that the anointed one is coming, the true Messiah. And when he comes, sorry, I'm going to take that again. Yes, the woman said, this is all so confusing. But what I do know that the anointed one is coming, the true Messiah. And when he comes, he will tell us everything we need to know. Jesus said to her, you don't have to wait any longer. The anointed one is here speaking with you. I am the one you are looking for. Praise the Lord. Let's come to the end of today's devotion. I'm going to hand over to esteemed brother John for the New Testament, Old Testament today. Do you have a beautiful Sunday, everyone? God bless Praise be unto the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. And today, we are beginning the book of 1 Kings. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Tamarak, for that um, amazing hour session. And um, thank you, Pastor Nye. Thank you, Brother Martins, for displaying the scriptures on the screen. 1 Kings chapter 1, the living Bible, an interesting story. From verse 1, in his old age, King David was confined to his bed. But no matter how many blankets were heaped on him, it was always cold. The cure for this, his age told him, is to find a young virgin to be his concubine and nurse. She will lie in your arms and keep you warm. So they searched the country from one end to the other to find the most beautiful girl in all the land. Abisha from Shunam was finally selected. He brought her to the king and she lay in his arms to warm him, but he had no sexual relations with her. About that time, David's son, Adonijah, his mother was Agith, decided to crown himself king in place of his aged father. So he hired chariots and drivers and recruited 50 men to run down the streets before him as royal footmen. Now his father, King David, had never disciplined him at any time not so much as, his, as by a single scolding. He was a very handsome man and was Absalom's younger brother. He took General Joab and Abiatha, the priest, into his confidence and they agreed to help him become king. But among those who remained loyal to King David and refused to endorse Adonijah, were the priests Zadok and Beniah, the priest, uh, the prophets Nathan, Shimei, Ray, and David's army chiefs. Adonijah went to Enrogel, where he sacrificed sheep, oxen, and fat young goats. A fat young goats as a at the serpent stone. Then he summoned all of his brothers, the other sons of King David, and all the royal officials of Judah, requesting that they become his coronation. But he didn't invite Nathan the prophet, Eniah, the loyal army officers, or his brother Solomon. And later, the prophets went to Bathsheba, Solomon's mother, and asked her, Do you realize that Haggit's son, Adonijah, is now the king, and that our Lord David doesn't even know about it? If you want to save your own life and the life of your son, Solomon, do exactly as I say. Go at once to King David and ask him, My Lord, didn't you promise me that my son, Solomon, will be the next king and will sit upon your throne? Then why is Adonijah reigning? And while you are still talking with him, I will come and confirm everything you've said. The Bathsheba went into the king's bedroom. He was an old, old man now. Abishag was caring for him. 
Asheba bowed low before him. What do you want? He asked him. She replied, my Lord, you vowed to me by the Lord your God that my son Solomon would be the next king and would sit upon your throne. But instead, Adonijah is the new king. And you don't even know about it. He, was celebrate, he has celebrated his coronation by sacrificing oxen, fat goats, and many sheep, and has invited all your sons and Abiath, the priest, and General Joab. But he didn't invite Solomon. And now, my lord, the king, all Israel is waiting for your decision as to whether Adonijah is the one you have chosen to succeed you. If you don't act, my son Solomon and I will be arrested and executed as criminals as soon as you are dead. While she was speaking, the king's aides told him, Nathan the prophet is here to see you. Nathan came in and bowed low before the king and asked, My lord, have you appointed Adonijah to be the next king? Is he the one you have selected to sit upon your throne? Today he celebrated his coronation by sacrificing oxen, fat goats, and many sheep. And has invited your sons to attend the... Invited your sons to attend the festivities. He also invited General Joab and Abiathar the priest. And they are feasting and drinking with him and shouting, Long live King Adonijah. But Zadok the priest and Beniah and Solomon and I weren't invited. Has this been done with your knowledge? For you haven't said a word as to which of your sons you have chosen to be the next king. Call Bathsheba, David said. So she came. back in and stood before the king and the king vowed as the lord lives who has rescued me from every danger i decree that your son solomon shall be the next king and shall sit upon the throne shall sit upon my throne just as i swore to you before by the lord then Bathsheba bowed low before him and again exclaimed oh thank you sir may my lord the king live forever Calls out of the priest, King Odin, and Nathan the prophet, and Benai. When they arrived, he said to them, Take Solomon and my officers to Gihon. Solomon is to ride on my personal move, and Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet are to anoint him there as king of Israel. And blow the trumpets and shout, Long live King Solomon. When you bring him back here, place him upon my throne as a new king. For I have appointed him king of Israel and Judah. Amen. Praise God, replied Benai. May the Lord be with Solomon as he has been with you. And may God make Solomon's reign even greater than yours. So Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah and David's bodyguard took Solomon to, to Gihon, riding on King David's own meal. At Gihon, Zadok took a flask of sacred oil from the tabernacle and poured it over Solomon. And the trumpets were blown, and all the people shouted, Long live King Solomon. And they all returned him to Jerusalem, making a joyous and noisy celebration all along the way. Adonijah and his guests heard the commotion and shouts just as they were finishing their banquet. What's going on? Joab demanded. Why is the city in such an uproar? And while he was still speaking, Jonathan, the son of Abiathar the priest, rushed in. Come in, Adonijah said to him, for you are a good man. You must have good news. And Lord King David has declared Solomon as king, Jonathan shouted. Okay. Our Lord King David has declared Solomon as king, Jonathan shouted. The king sent him to Gion with Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophets and Beniah, protected by the king's own bodyguard. And he rode on the king's own mule. And Zadok and Nathan have anointed him as the new king. 
they have returned, they have just returned, and the whole city is celebrating and rejoicing. That is what all the noise is. Solomon is sitting on the throne, and all the people are congratulating King David, saying, May God bless you even more through Solomon than he has blessed you personally. May God make Solomon's reign even greater than yours. And the king is lying in bed, acknowledging their blessings. He is saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who has selected one of my sons to sit upon my throne while I am still alive to see it. Then Adonijah and his guests jumped up from the banquet table and fled in panic, but they were fearful for their lives. Adonijah rushed into the tabernacle and caught hold of the horns of the sacred altar. When word reached Solomon that Adonijah was claiming sanctuary in the tabernacle, pleading for clemency, <laughs> Solomon replied, if he behaves himself, he will not be harmed. If he does not, he shall die. So when Solomon summoned him, they brought him down before, from the altar. He came to bow low before the king, and then Solomon cuts the dismissed him. Go on home, he said. Praise God. This comes to the end of our Old Testament reading for today. Happy Sunday, everyone. Happy Sunday to you too, John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege and thank you to all our esteemed co-hosts. Praise God. At this point, we'll be going straight to the affirmation segment of today's meeting and information will be on the screen shortly. we start our affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this point, I will kindly ask everyone to please unmute their mics as we take our affirmation at the count of three. One, two, three. My name is I'm <laughs> 
Amen, amen, amen. Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be God forever, hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Praise God. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. These do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the bread which we break this day. We thank you. For we affirm that Jesus is Lord of our lives. We affirm that he died for us. We affirm that as we break this bread, we are one with him, spirit, soul, and body. In him we live, move, and have our being. Lord, we give you praise. We proclaim your name. You are King of kings and you are Lord of lords. You are the omnipotent Father, our ever-present help. Lord, to you this day we declare all praises be. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise the Lord. After the same manner also he took the cup and he has stopped saying, this cup is a New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. First of all, as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the lost death till he come. Necros, Jedaictaria, Boroglijo, Frecleritas, Nagradila, Krigos, Agradosa, Gandesisho, Fragado, Mikos, Kos, Caligo, Frapadila, Kros, Gijo, Brenegredi. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus as we take this cup. We are one with Christ. Our souls are knit with his. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. We go forth, winning, ruling, and reigning all the days of our lives. Thank you, Lord, for we dwell in that realm of agelessness, of deadlessness, of wantlessness, and of fearlessness. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup. O Shapro Dori Kirosti Vradorian Telegradi, Melagrasushke Lekraso Vradila Haktagoria. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. At this point, I will. I'd like to ask, okay, uh, if there's anyone amongst us whose birthday is today, today's your birthday, wedding anniversary, or there's something you're celebrating, or there's a friend of yours you want us to pray for whose birthday is today, please kindly come to the chat room and tell us your name. Okay, come to the chat room and tell us who you're celebrating, or tell us what you're celebrating, or whatever it is you want us to pray about. And also, um, if today's your first time of joining us, Please kindly come to the chat room. Tell us your name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. Please quickly come to the chat room at this time.
Okay, today is the birthday of my friend Lucy and Nancy from Rhoda, from Sister Rhoda. Happy birthday, Lucy and Nancy. Today is the birthday of, of my friend. Her name is Choma Okoro from Omomula Samuel. Happy birthday, Choma Okoro. Today was, yesterday was my parents' 29th wedding anniversary. Praise God. Happy wedding anniversary to your parents from Sister Selewash. Happy wedding anniversary. Today is the birthday of my cousin, Willie, from Sister Vanessa Iwenya. Happy birthday, Willie. Today is the birthday of one of my brothers, Hero Lion, from the esteemed Stamaka. Happy birthday, Hero Lion. Praise God. From Ogba, today is my sister. Please, my sister, Mrs. Emobo. Ejomudo is going through eye problems. And last prognosis was that she's losing her sight. We declare no blindness for her. Please include her in prayers. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for every birthday celebrant today. We thank you for with great joy they are sustained, with great grace they are sustained, with wisdom they are sustained. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that yes, your wisdom will work for them, function in them, through them, with them, everywhere they go. Thank you, Lord God, for these ones are peacemakers. These ones are separated unto God, unto the use of God. Everywhere they go, they cause perfection to occur. They cause excellence to manifest by the power of your spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you, Father. Oh, they will surely dance in abundance by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, they are sustained with plenty joy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Happy birthday once again to all our celebrants. Um, Brother Ogba, um, get your, get the lady, Mrs. Enobo Ijumodo, get her to consistently, and I mean without missing words, because where she is, I know she has taken a lot of drugs and the doctors have given us so many things to take and all that. And still, it was still like, you know, nothing was happening. But get her to take the communion every day, every day, every day, consistently. She should take the communion every day. And also get faith confessions, get faith proclamations for her. She should continue making those proclamations. And if a sure thing, I can assure you, her sight will be restored. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay. Um, okay, I'm just seeing this first time Rebecca Mangisa from Zimbabwe invited by Kunda in South Africa. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Praise the Lord. Okay, Sister Amarachi, can you, um, tomorrow, just make sure you connect and remind us of this um, case. Let's deal with it tomorrow um, during the course of the communion because I, okay, let's deal with it tomorrow during the course of the communion, okay? 
Remind me of this case and then um, Brother Ogba too. Kindly remind of this case tomorrow. Thank you very much. Praise God. Hallelujah. At this point, we've come to the end of today's meeting. I'll kindly ask everyone to please unmute their mics as we share the grace in fellowship. Ministry without having the